Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey guys. What's up? Today we are going to be talking about how and what we've learned about processing grief differently. Yeah, because we found out through this uh, whole pregnancy loss um, that men and women um, really process grief differently. And we learned that firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, and just some some misconceptions. I think that you can, you know, if you're a couple that's going through something similar. Or, or um, any challenge. Really, yeah, any I challenge. I, I think it, this episode is going to be real helpful for you guys so. yeah so we're fo- we're not really following our typical structure or format of our episodes we're just going to be mostly diving into this but uh, we felt it was an important topic to talk about we haven't figured it out but we are learning as we go and the reality is we all inevitably go through hard things and so as your relationship faces obstacles of life um just want you guys to know you're not alone and so we're going to share what we've learned awesome let's dive in You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. So most of our episodes start with a life update. Mm Mm-hmm. And so this may be a given already if you follow us on social media or have listened to a recent episode, but um, we'll kind of do a quick update on what we've recently walked through um, very unexpectedly so that the rest of this episode makes sense in context. So, yeah. So about a month ago, um, we went through a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. Um, We found out we were pregnant in early December and that whole month, especially leading up to Christmas, was full of dreaming about our future and thinking about how next Christmas we'd have like a four-month-old and or maybe a four or five-month-old. I don't know, four-month-old. Um, and we planned how we were going to tell our families. We told our families during our Christmas celebrations. Like It was just really, really special. Mm-hmm. I found out in the morning and then later that day I told Matt with a little Christmas gift. And um, it was just like the sweetest reaction. Probably the best day of our life when we found out or one of the best days yeah, outside of our wedding. It's definitely maybe. up there. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe you should share like a little bit of your thoughts on that exciting part because I, I'm very committed to it, like cherishing the joy that existed, even though it ended in something hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was amazing. It was, you know, it was a surprise because we weren't, you know, necessarily trying. We weren't not trying. It was more just like. We would like, we were like praying and hoping for a baby, yeah. but we weren't, we never wanted to put so much, and this is actually something we get asked about a lot. So it's probably good you hit on that. Like we never wanted to put 
tons of pressure on ourselves if we could avoid it. Like I didn't want to be like, oh, okay, time. You know, like I just feel like that can wear on a relationship. So we just said like, let's, you know, be intentional, but not put pressure. And so we were really pleasantly excited and surprised. But also I think we'd been hoping for that for a while, Mm -hmm. would you say? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. So, I mean, it was super exciting. Um, I've always wanted to be a dad and, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, were you surprised when I told you I was, I was floored and I was shocked. Your reaction was probably the best like no. dad reaction I've ever seen. <laughs> and we'll, we'll share that video. Yeah. Um, because like Jordan said, we really wanted to, you know, not neglect the joy that mm-hmm. we experienced. Mm-hmm. Like none of that was like meaningless. Yeah it's still provided joy in our lives and our family's lives and mm-hmm. um, the f- very few people we told um, up to that point. So, yeah, I think that's a really big lesson we've been trying to take away from this because I was even talking to a friend this morning at coffee or like we went to meet over um, coffee, which I've been trying to keep caffeine on my diet for a while. So it was decaf for me, but anyways, we sat there and talked and she had walked through something like this um, last year and we both agreed that like, in the in the initial pain it kind of almost feels like meaningless it feels like what was the point of even experiencing that like Mm -hmm. just for it to be ripped away you know and you kind of wonder that and you ask that and you reel with that a lot so anyways um then over christmas eve i ended up in the er because we had some concerns about bleeding and we ended up finding that i had a subchorionic hematoma which Um, It's basically like a pocket of blood and a lot of times it can heal up and everything can be fine. Um, But in my case, it ended up growing and I have a hunch that that's what led to the loss, but there's no, we don't have like full, there's no way to really fully ever know, but Mm -hmm. we're looking into that. But anyways, um, so that's kind of what's been going on in our lives. And I would say the last month has been, how would you describe what the last month has been? Healing processing. Mm -hmm. I took the first couple weeks of January. I mean, honestly, I didn't even look at work until like the 20 something of January. Um, just because I wanted those first few weeks to like physically heal, emotionally process, kind of put together like next steps. Like what, what do I do now? Um, so the last month has been a pretty quiet month around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Luckily we had a you know, podcast episodes batch recorded mm-hmm. and that's how we do these. Obviously we're recording this before mm-hmm. the first week. It's not February. very, it's not very, not it's very pretty close. close. We had to like, Oh my gosh, we need to get that done. Most of the time we like to be about a month out. Yeah. Um, that way you're not, you know, stressed out. And that when, you know, life happens like it mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. you're not struggling. Like mm-hmm. you have stuff on deck ready to go. Yeah. So, so we were able to kind of continue business as usual in that regard. And you really, I mean, I have to say like you, I was so thankful. I felt so cared for because you really just made sure that everybody, you know, like between our marketing manager and our assistant and everybody was like taken care of and anybody, you know, kind of just fielding all things and making sure everything was running smoothly so that I could truly like, uh, like be unreachable almost. Um, and that was a really big blessing. So we've had to learn not only like how to juggle work in the midst of mm-hmm. life happening and like deep deep loss happening but also like how to bond together in that and how to process that and so yeah i mean i think that's kind of that's kind of like the life update in a nutshell there's a lot that we could share but um with that i do still we're kind of deviating from our typical 
format for these episodes Mm -hmm. just for the sake of what we're talking about but i do think we should still share a song of the week um because we've been really clinging to music in this time and that's been a really helpful and hard thing in some ways but it's like healing i think music Mm -hmm. is healing so um do you want to share the song we've been listening i mean there's been several but one that we've listened to a lot recently yeah one that we've listened to a lot is sea of victory by elevation worship Mm um it's just a song of hope mm-hmm. and surrender in a way mm-hmm. to like the battle isn't yours mm. like the battle belongs to god yeah it's like you want to when you experience a deep loss or grief you like want to fight it like it's almost like you're in denial at least that's what i experienced i was like no no, no this isn't happening like this is they have to be wrong you know like and you just kind of want to fight against the reality um so that song's been a really big blessing I've also listened to all sorts of different songs because like, what did you say the other day? We were driving and I said something like, I made a comment. I was like, I have to be honest, like worship music and these kind of songs are really helpful and like they give me a lot of hope and it's helping me cling to what I know I believe, but I'm struggling to believing right now. I said, but sometimes I also just want to listen to something else. You know, it's like sometimes I just need like, and you said something like, it's good. You you affirmed that and you said something like, yeah, um, it's good to like maybe listen to truth or speak truth into yourself while also validating like without like dismissing how you're actually feeling Mm -hmm. like you don't always feel like worshiping sometimes you just like need to have a song like i don't know that really expresses what you're experiencing or feeling even if you look at david in the psalms like there are so many times where he was like god why are you silent Hmm. god where are you like are you even there Hmm. like it was like he was expressing his raw feelings Mm -hmm. and it's not sinful to like feel that way mm-hmm. it's, and it's normal that, honestly yeah mm-hmm. it's i think it's it's better to be honest than to just pretend like you don't feel that way yeah yeah i even said that like i especially like the first week I, i'm still wrestling with a lot of things like i'll be honest i'm not like in the strongest place of faith i've ever been in my life but um the first week or two we were talking with a friend they came over to bring us some food and you know, she was trying to encourage me and share these like hopeful things about God has a plan and things. And in my heart, I wanted to believe that, but I was like, I'll be honest, like I have a hard time saying and believing any of that. And I'd rather just be honest about that than give some like cliche answer that may be the right answer on paper, but isn't a true reflection in my heart. Like I just always would rather be honest with myself and with others. So anyways, that's kind of where I've been with that, but that kind of veered from the topic, but anyways, it's just true. Um, so with that, I think, um, you know, normally we'll give a teamwork tip or something, but, and we'll talk about like a cultural topic and whatnot. But I think maybe the best thing to do is kind of blend those things together because we've learned in the last month or so how we grieve differently, mm. especially in the first couple of weeks. And I, that's what I really wanted to touch on in this episode. Like we don't share this story because we need sympathy or, you know, we appreciate prison support, but we've been so held up by our families and our community that anything that we put out here is ultimately to hopefully shape and shift culture and to serve others. And so when we started kind of looking at our own experience and talking through things, one of the big things that has come up is we grieve, we've grieved this differently and we've walked through it differently and the experience is different. And you even told me at one point, especially, I think it was maybe the first few days after this happened and I was having a really emotional moment, just crying. And I said something to you, like, how are you feeling about this? Because you hadn't really shared you were being so supportive of me that I really hadn't, I realized, like, how is Matt doing? Mm-hmm. And you said something like, I feel, like, guilty that this isn't as hard on me 
as it yeah. is on you. Yeah. And I was a little bit confused by that, but also maybe you can just explain that a little more. Yeah. I think if you're a couple listening to this and you've gone through a miscarriage, the guys I think will, I mean, I, I think they would agree. Like you almost feel, you feel guilty for not feeling as bad mm-hmm. as your wife does. And it's not that you don't want to feel as bad. It's like you want to feel what she's feeling as bad. Like you're trying to empathize as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she's the one who's carrying the baby, like it's, there's a connection, like a spiritual connection even and biological, like just hormonal. And there's, it's such a deeper connection for the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, especially earlier on in the pregnancy Mm -hmm. that it was really, really hard to see Jordan hurt like that. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been like that. Yeah. It was like a different, I felt I was like unfamiliar with myself. I was like, who is this person? Yeah, And it's not that you don't like you, you feel terrible, but like you're my, at least like knee jerk reaction was to like as a, as men like we're fixers we like to fix stuff we like mm-hmm. to build stuff we like to protect mm-hmm. and provide it's just like in our nature mm-hmm. um and so like i went out like my in-laws came down and um i i went out and uh just like organized the garage like took it apart and um with my father-in-law and just threw a bunch of junk out and i don't know it's just weird. Like we, we want to like detach from mm-hmm. like, if we can't fix the problem at hand, we go and try and fix something else yeah, or build and, something else. And I didn't understand that at first. Well, two things I think I noticed immediately. Well, a couple of days after I realized you did this, but you, the original shock when they told us that there wasn't a heartbeat, I pretty much lost my mind. I mean, I just like fell on the floor and cried. Like I, I felt like I physically didn't have strength because I was mm-hmm. so deeply like shocked and hurt. I, it was this really hard combination of emotions and you really tended to me. And I think as much as it hurt you in a, in a fatherly way, like mm-hmm. you, most of your energy was focused on like, how can I make sure Jay is okay and stable? And like you went and got food, like you were doing things to care for me. Um, and I really appreciated that. But then that's why a couple of days later, I was like, wait a second, how are you doing? So your first reaction was to like fix or like help solve my initial just shock, like help me help to me help you like stabilize. You, like, yeah. My first reaction is yes, I'm, I'm very sad, but also like intrinsically I need to be strong mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of your first, my reaction was like crumble. Your reaction was like, okay, be the rock. Stand firm. Yeah. yeah. Which is such and a blessing it's, it's not to be unemotional mm-hmm. but i think guys process emotion like i process like grief mm-hmm. in different obviously there's various degrees of grief mm-hmm. um but like sadness at first for me i'll just kind of like rationalize it mm-hmm. and say okay is it the most beneficial thing to be like really sad right now mm-hmm. to where I can't take care of Jordan. Mm-hmm. And so I'll kind of stuff that mm-hmm. and that sadness will come out over time. Yeah. Where I think for Jordan, it was like a, an avalanche of yeah. grief. So intense. All at once. At once. Yeah. And for me, it was, it's, it's, it's little things mm-hmm. like 
I was at a coffee shop on a work trip uh, a couple of weeks ago and I saw a dad getting, it was like a Saturday morning, um, getting, uh, breakfast with his like six year old son. And it was just them. They're like hanging out, eating breakfast. He was drinking coffee. Like, and it was like that hit me. It was like, Oh my gosh, you know, like six years from now that could, could have been me, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the stuff where it, it, you feel that sadness mm-hmm. and it's just kind of, it comes in waves. It, yeah. It comes in waves. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's one way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's like emotional triggers that are different for us. Like, like something like that, you mm-hmm. know, and, or like me when I see a mom with a baby or I see a pregnancy announcement on social media, like I've had to pretty much unfollow all things, pregnancy, motherhood that I followed so closely and like people and like mm-hmm. brands that I absolutely loved. Like I was like, I can't be looking at this right now and it'll be a season. Like it's a short season of that, yeah. but you have to allow yourself that space and hold space for what's hard for you. Um, but I will say after after the initial, I think it was like the second or third day after we found out this hard news and my family was there and like you shared, you, you know, went out and organized the garage with my dad and like, we're doing all this yard work and stuff. And I remember saying something like, why is he just like ignore? Like I was like, I couldn't even move, you know, I was so like just Mm -hmm. stuck. And I'm like, how is he just like doing normal things? Like, how are you doing that? And then, um, a couple days after that, like I was even thinking like, are you even sad? Does this even bother you? You know? And I, and then a couple of days later, I remember I got really upset. Like, I think part of grief is like, you'll have these moments of like anger. Um, and I remember I got really upset and I'll just be honest, but I don't know if you remember, but I was like, I don't get this. I'm like, men have the easy part. Like they have the fun part of like the baby. They, they don't have to go through labor. They don't have, like, and I just started like getting angry at men, which was not necessarily fair. And it was just an emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was when you were like, okay, she's not understanding how I'm processing this because that was the day or maybe the next day you brought up this video that you had found. I think you found it on YouTube or something. It was like a psychologist that Mm -hmm. talked about how men and women or like spouses will grieve a child loss differently. Um, And you said like how accurate it was. And she was the one who described how men are fixers. And if they can't fix the broken situation or can't bring the child back or make it right, they go outside and try to fix stuff or they Mm -hmm. tinker. But then she compared that to women and explained how women need to most of the time. And this is a generalization. Like there's always like variables. But she said in general, women especially um, need to process and communicate and and talk about it and talk circles around it and and, you know, work through it try to and like they're trying to find understanding and meaning in it right and and so and, that really and that's helped really me. like and th- that is extremely exhausting for men mm-hmm. because it's like why are we rehashing this when we can't fix it mm-hmm. and, and it's going like and- so you go you automatically jump to the next thing it's like yes i'll sit and listen and sit mm-hmm. and listen but like there's times where mm-hmm. it's just like okay, we've addressed this from a mm-hmm. hundred different angles mm-hmm. and have come up with the same result, mm-hmm. like the same answer. Right. So why are we like, not out of like disrespect, you're like, why are we still talking about this? But in your mind, you're like, okay, let's focus on something else. Mm-hmm. Not to like bury the grief, mm-hmm. but let's take that energy and channel it towards something that you can be, that, that can not necessarily productive, but yeah, I guess in a way productive. And I think what's interesting is I'm normally such a productive doer kind of person that it was 
it was foreign to me not feeling like I could just do anything productive. Like I was completely laid out physically and emotionally. And I never Mm -hmm. experienced that intense of a collision before. Um, And so I think when I was like my original interpretation of let's go do something else was, okay, let's just ignore this. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, we can't just forget our child. And I didn't have like the ability to do that as much because it is a physical process. So it's like it kind of is always reminding you that this is happening. So it is, I think it makes sense. But she also talked about how like important stewarding your marriages. And this is something I think we're starting to like come around to like, how do we do that well? But in that video, this woman basically pointed out how because of how women and men often process grief so differently, it can lead to almost like this wedge between them because there's sometimes a lack of communication or a lack of understanding. Um, And so she even highlighted how losing a child, like at different stages, she explained like miscarriage versus like a young child versus like an adult child and how each one of those has a different like rate at how it can affect, like how it can lead relationships to fail, honestly. And I, that really like, set a smoke alarm off in me and made me think like, okay, this is hard. And I don't always understand why he's grieving this way, but how can I allow him the space to grieve in his own way? Because that was kind of a wake up call. I think a lot of this has been a wake up call to like how, like lifestyle changes, how busy we are, um, you know, how we grieve differently, like all those things, how can we really steward our marriage? So I would say after like watching that video, I at least have more understanding. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's easy to process grief differently, but I think we've, been trying and making a noble effort to allow each other to grieve how they need to grieve Mm -hmm. and you even said the other day like it's been a couple it's been almost it's been about a month now actually Mm -hmm. um the day that this airs in a couple days it'll actually be a full month but um you know even just a couple days ago you had said something about how when you shared you asked me a question and i opened up about something that i was processing you were like it's really good that you're talking this out And I think because I was talking about it from a way that wasn't just like, this is sad, but also from a way of like, this is what I'm learning or, um, you know, this is, I don't remember even what it was, but we kind of got to talk about it after you had that experience seeing the dad and the son at the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And that helped me kind of, I was really thankful that you opened up about that because I was like, okay, I feel normal that like seeing a mom with a baby is hard for me. Like we're on the same page here and it's kind of hitting you in different ways. And so anyways, I think our priority right now is like, how can we really take care of our marriage? Would you agree? Like, what would you say kind of from that experience and from what we're learning, even though there's probably still a lot we have to learn, like we don't have answers per se, but we're just kind of in the trenches still and in the midst of it. It's still very close to home, but mm-hmm. at least the initial shock isn't so much there. Like we've mm-hmm. kind of, there's more normal pockets of life. Yeah, it's but, more like, where do we go moving forward? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, would you, what would you say from a marital standpoint has become like a priority or like, um, like, I don't know, just in, think, in response I to I think that. just helping to guard your heart mm-hmm. and to speak truth over you mm-hmm. when your emotions are telling you something differently. Because mm-hmm. it's normal to feel, you know, anger and it's all process part of grief, but there's also... It's easy for lies to like creep in. Mm-hmm. You can start believing lies about yourself, like you're broken. Mm-hmm. And I that's feel not broken, true. right? <laughs> yeah. But distinguishing between feeling broken and being broken, mm-hmm. I think, is essential. And so, guys, if you're going through some kind of grief, um, especially miscarriage, affirm your wife mm-hmm. and let her know how loved she is and how much you care for her, mm-hmm. and how valuable she is. Yeah, and I think 
on that same note, like give him grace because he's, he is sad, but he might not feel it in the same intensity or level that you will at all times. Um, and when you don't understand why he's doing certain things, just be thankful that my mom made a really good point. Cause I had told her I was frustrated when you were out like working in the garage. I'm like, why is he doing that? Like, doesn't he need to lay here and cry with me? You know? And she's like, honestly, it's good. It's, and I didn't, I said something like, I don't get this design. Like, why would it be like that? You know? And I was just like, so frustrated about everything. But she said, you know, it's good that one of you is emotionally a little bit more stable right now because that's kind of the ebb and flow of marriage and what a partnership looks like when one is weak like you lean on the other and there'll be times where you're both weak like we've had those moments where we both just laid in bed and cried you know and you have to experience that together but you know having each other to lean on and in different seasons um i think is part of the beauty of it too even if there's frustrations in the moment so i don't know we don't have a whole lot of like inspiration for you today or a whole lot of uh fun for you today most of our episodes mm-hmm. on monday and mountain jay are meant to be fun but this one is just meant to be honest and raw and meet you guys where you might be um and if even if you're not currently walking through it you might have friends that are walking through something like this some sort of grief some sort of loss some sort of marital challenge and just support them mm-hmm. just be there for them yeah. eat with them have a meal with them serve them love them like being held up by your community i think is one of the most essential things when it comes to stewarding your family and your relationships so Definitely. Do we have anything else or is this our ending of this episode now? Yeah, I think that's probably enough for today. All that right. was a lot. It was a lot. All right. We love you guys. Thanks for the uh, for all your love and support and for listening to yeah, this we appreciate it. not as fun Monday with Matt and Jay <laughs> episode. We'll see you guys next week. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content. And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University, that's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.